and welcome to Telling the Tale, the podcast where we're going to go through and play every single Telltale adventure game. I'm your host, Mitchell Wolf, and I'm the game guy, and I'm here with your also host, Dustin Jackson, the cartoon guy. Dustin, hi! Hello, I'm ready for a remarkable episode. It, I, yeah, it's, it's gonna be remarkable. Uh, let me just write down that I need to remark this later. And, okay. Emphasis on the mark part. Ooh, well, <laughs> that's good. See, that was a little joke. Yeah, it was a little joke. <laughs> <laughs> it was minuscule. Yeah, it, was, it was small. Uh, today we're going to be talking about The Walking Dead Season 1, Episode 2, Starved for Help. It released on June 27th, 2012, nearly 10 years ago. Uh, it was directed by Dennis Lenart and written by Mark Darren and Chuck Jordan. Uh Darren Jordan, uh, very common names to, to hear attached to these episodes. Hello, hello, our telltale friends. Yeah, I think I think the like like when when we originally started taking the director and writer and, and designer for these episodes in the podcast, my thought was like maybe we're gonna discover things about each of them and each of their writing styles. I don't know if I remembered all of the episodes that each person worked on it well enough but i'm what i really am taking away from that is that it's not like they had a telltale that made the sam and max style stuff and then they revamped and then like basically different people with a different style did the walking dead stuff it's the same people yeah it it feels very different it's definitely a uh a different turn in Telltale's history, but we still get all our all our friends here. Yeah, it, it's uh, y- you know sometimes when game companies are around for a long time and they're not like Nintendo or something, you expect a lot of turnover, which is just like a natural part of businesses. But it makes the style of the games feel different, and sometimes you can ascribe that to the different people working there because it's the people that make the games. Um. But in this case, at least through 2012, we're still looking at a relatively similar uh, cohort of staff on these games. So that's interesting. Chuck Jordan has been here since like episode three of season one of Sam and Max. That's a long time. Yeah. We did that like last year. Yeah, we did that like nine (laughs) months ago. He joined when we did that episode. We (laughs) when we did that. Uh, yeah, he's like a whole pregnancy ago for us. Wow. Yeah, that's a really weird way to measure time. Uh, <laughs> what'd you think of this episode? Are you I excited like to talk lot. about this episode? I'm very excited. I can't wait. Uh, when I first played through this season, to me, this episode felt like the most iconic one. I don't necessarily know if I'd say that now, but... The first time I played it, this was probably the episode I remembered the most. So I'm going to try to, we're going to try to do it a little bit differently than we normally do it because I I felt in the last few episodes that we're getting a little bogged down in plot. And I do want to get through the plot, but I also want to be able to talk about other things. So I'm going to attempt to do a one minute summary of the whole episode and then we can, then we have said it already. Good job. Okay, I'm going to look at the clock and make After sure I do, I do exactly one minute, starting 
now okay so lee and the group are still in the the uh auto motel but hey guess what it's been three months now people have come and gone there's this guy named mark there now who brought food and that's like why he's he's there and the gang is now running out of food we see some uh they look like high schoolers out in the woods you cut one of their legs off for fun and you (laughs) leave another one to die but you bring (laughs) one back you got to split them all up uh and then you that happens, and that it's just more clear that everyone doesn't have any food. So then these people from a dairy come, and they invite you to to go over in exchange for some gasoline. And you do have some gasoline, so you you give it to them. Uh, and everything seems pretty good at the dairy, but then uh, you find out that there's some bandits there that want to get into the dairy. That makes it seem bad. But that what really makes it seem bad is that the dairy is taking people that stay there and are like on death's door. And slowly removing body parts to eat them. It's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, you tried your best. Yeah, there's only a little bit more than that, though. That's pretty close. Um, yeah. He, I, he... I knew you weren't going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I cut out some parts. Uh, the Jolene part. Uh when when you that's an important part it's an important part but i think it's the most cuttable if you need to do it in a minute <laughs> um that's true so at at one point you and one of the the dairy brothers once <laughs> the dairy brothers uh <laughs> one of the dairy one brothers. of the dairy brothers when you still think they're cool uh you go out searching for the bandit camp to to make sure that you can you know fight them if you need to and tell them to stay away uh and you find a camp where this woman Jolene has been um, getting ready for I don't know some like getting ready to have a kid uh, she's got like young girl stuff and then you find Clementine's hat there and later in the episode it's revealed via a uh, a, a video recorder that she had that mm-hmm. uh she's been stalking clementine yeah and she like wanted to give her her hat to make her like her because she wanted to have clementine as a daughter yeah boy that's uh that that whole part's uh pretty fucked up yeah it's a little fucked up um (laughs) would you say that's more or less fucked up than the eating people less Okay. <laughs> That's just my opinion. <laughs> you don't have to agree with me on that, but I think it's less fucked up than eating people. All right. All right. Um, this is a good episode for choices, I think. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll say this. I think the choices on average were much stronger in this episode. They, they felt more interesting to me. Although that mm-hmm. one choice that I really, really liked from last episode, I, I think that's still the best one. Um, but there's, they're just developing this group in a, in a really interesting way to me. Yeah, I agree. This is a, this is a great episode, I think. And it starts out with a pretty hard, uh, hard choice. Remind me. Food. You have to, you choose who eats. Oh, great. Yeah. So. And who starves. Yeah. Cause Lily's been divvying up the food and everyone's given her a hard time about it, but she's like trying her best, I guess. 
and uh yeah they're like smacking her kicking her in the knee so she falls down when she's walking some people who listen to the show don't play the games you can't just lie. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah sorry that doesn't actually happen <laughs> you can't just lie about what they're doing <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, Lily's giving it a, a good shot. <laughs> she's, she's just div- divvying up the food, but, like, everyone's giving all hard, uh, her a hard time. So she says, you know what? Fine. Lee, you do it. You divvy up the food. And uh, you're, you're given a choice of, of who to feed. Uh, who'd you feed? So I fed Clementine and Duck, then Kenny and Lily. Okay. Who did you feed? Um, I fed uh, Clementine and Duck. The The first mm-hmm. person I fed was Clementine. I needed to make sure that was Obviously. established. Uh, and then I tried to feed Carly. Yeah. Who didn't want it. I wonder if, if you can do something that would make her or Katya accept. Yeah, and then I tried to feed Katya because like, she's working on the... Uh, yeah. On the, on, you bring back a guy after you cut his leg off. Uh, oh yeah, we totally skipped that part. Well, I I addressed that you cut off a guy's leg, but well, I, you can choose to cut off a guy's leg. Did you not do it? You don't. I did it, but I'm just saying you don't have to. How, how else do you do it? What what else? What other? Options? You can choose to leave him. You can choose to just leave him in the trap. Yeah, it seems excessive. I have an axe for a reason. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously you want to chop his leg off, but um, <laughs> I want believe, to. <laughs> I believe if you don't, then Travis, the other kid with Ben, comes with you instead. Instead of Ben? No, instead of the teacher. Oh. Like, he doesn't get eaten by a spooky monster. So you can have two guys. Yeah. Oh, I just have, have the one. two guys come with you. Um... I don't think Travis last. I I think you know that part where the the uh, teacher they save turns into a scary monster zombie. Yeah, that part's cool. But also, <laughs> I believe if if you don't save the teacher, then that happens to Travis. He like turns somehow. I would I'd need to watch it again, but I know it happens differently. So that's that's an important moment because the the teacher comes back and Katya tries to save him by like. Suturing up the leg where you chopped it off, but he's just lost so mm-hmm. much blood that he dies on the operating table. Oops. <laughs> Thanks for being on the podcast, Dustin. Katya <laughs> <laughs> um, did her best. Yeah, I'm not oops. blaming her. Yeah, it, it could happen to anyone. Yeah, it's, it's biting criticism there. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't... <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to save him. I'm just a guy. Uh, but then he becomes a zombie... And everyone's like, wait, you didn't say he was bitten. And then Ben reveals to the group, like, hey, didn't you know? You don't need it's to be bitten. It's not the bite that does it. It's not the bite that does it. Uh, You're just fucked either way. Yeah, I guess the disease actually is airborne and probably everyone has it. But. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Remember what we were talking about last episode? I mean, what part? <laughs> Oh, oh, the COVID, have... yeah. Yeah, COVID. <laughs> yep, right. Could... Yeah. Boy, howdy. Yeah, there's, there's some COVID implications in this episode, too. But, like, um, yeah, so the disease is airborne. It just doesn't matter until you die. 
Yeah, you die, you come back as a walker, it don't matter how. The bite just speeds it up, the bite just makes it happen. I guess that explains why people who were dead previously didn't also come back. Right. Oh, Mitch, I totally forgot I wanted to bring this up. So you remember how last episode you were saying how Clementine seemed smart for a seven-year-old? Yeah. It turns out she's eight. I forgot. Not a world of difference <laughs> in terms of what she, that means to I, me. No, see, if she's eight, then it makes sense. She's she's smart. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't saying one year smarter than she should have been, because people can just be one year smarter than they are. Uh, I, I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. Sure. Well, good to know. Um, <laughs> she, she's a she's a great little eight year old. But speaking of time, uh, th- it's a time skip. It's like a three month time skip. They've been living in the yeah. the motel thing for three months. And we have a new arrival in this group. Mark, our friend Mark. Yeah. So the the, hang on one second. Okay. Um, sorry, I just saw a ghost. Anyway, uh, <laughs> ah. the, the the way the episode starts is it's just Mark talking to you, and you're acting like old friends already. And it threw me for such a loop, and I was like, wait, who the fuck is Mark? And it took me a, <laughs> a, about a minute until I realized, oh, I just haven't met this person yet. <laughs> uh, I, w- I would love if it, if it played it off as like he was here the whole time. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you remember Mark. And then it flashes back to the first episode and Lee's like, uh, uh, we reason with him. We, we we're not throwing duck out for getting bit. <laughs> and then like Mark is hastily edited in. He says, yeah, Lee, that's right. We're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, but that's not the way it happened. Mark is from the Air Force, and he had food, Mm -hmm. so you let him join your ranks. Yeah, and uh, he seems to really appreciate Lee as a person. Um, Mark seems like Doug 2.0 a little bit, where Doug (laughs) was this person like that. I think they were trying to impress you. Oh, look at this guy's technical skills. And like, like we didn't wow. buy it, we're gonna save Carly for sure. And then yeah. Mark comes in here is like, no, nah, it didn't even matter about Doug. This guy's better. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> this guy seems better at things. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, the, the now I f- should have known because I I did watch the show, but like just once in a while ago, and not all of it. Uh, about the the disease being airborne thing, but I forgot about that. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was essentially a reveal to me at the same time as the characters. You gasped. I I didn't, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I thought it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. So now we have Ben and Mark in this group. The teacher doesn't make it. Turns into a walker, and you take him out. Oh, Mitch, you didn't finish saying who you fed. Sorry, I fed Mark. Tried to feed Carly and Katya. Didn't work. Or, uh, no, no, no. Sorry. I fed Clementine and Duck. Mm-hmm. Carly and Katya didn't accept it. Um, uh, I tried to give it to Lily and she didn't accept it. Uh, oh. So a lot of people aren't taking it. 
Um, yeah, you'd think with how hungry everyone is, they would take it. And for a second, I thought, like, are all the adults not going to take it? But then I gave it to Mark, because uh, he just kept... He was the only one that talked about being hungry, and I was like, that's the magic word. You, 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 Here you go. You, my, my reasoning was, if you say you want it, I'll give it to you, because some people are not saying <laughs> that. So, uh, <laughs> You know what? I wonder if... so. If you don't bring the teacher back, I wonder if Katja would eat because she's not trying to help anyone. She's not, like, huh. busy helping the teacher. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I think she would probably still want Duck to eat first. But yeah. then once Duck does, maybe. Uh, and then I gave it to Larry because I was experiencing this thing at the beginning of this episode where it's like, hey, you know what? That whole thing with Larry where we I hated him a lot, that was last week. Let's Let's give him another shot. And bygones be bygones. And I had a very interesting week this week with Larry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My week with Larry. Yeah, so I gave him the food, and he he genuinely did seem kind of appreciate uh, appreciative about that. And then throughout the episode, uh, like, Larry <laughs> didn't seem that bad. <laughs> That's interesting. Like, he, he's, the, the idea that he knows that Lee is a murderer from before when that was bad... <laughs> Uh, or before when that wasn't bad, um, uh, he he still doesn't like Lee for that. But like a lot of the working with Lee or a lot of the tough decisions, sometimes Larry will jump in and just say, "You know what? I I kind of think we shouldn't be so hasty." And like, whoa, Lee or Larry, that's a that's a wild thing for you to say uh compared to the very shitty way that you've been so far uh so i i'm glad that i helped out larry there if that's what made him do that i don't actually know how much who you feed has an impact on the episode i don't either because i think i for me larry was also like that but i think it's more him uh he wants us to make a good impression with these new people so we can stay here rather than, like, be... Because to Lee, he was still, like, a huge dick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, he sucks. Um, I feel like this episode really tries to hammer home how awful uh, Larry is, to you specifically, uh, to make one of the later choices maybe a little more... Yeah. Difficult for you. Yeah, and I, I suppose we'll get there. But um <laughs> Maybe. The the people I knew I wasn't gonna feed were Well Ben for sure. Def one hundred percent Ben doesn't get he's lucky to even be here. Yeah, that that was my, my take because when I brought the 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 teacher and Ben into the camp, uh Lily and Kenny are having this argument, and that's sort of the whole like background drama of the episode of lily versus kenny kenny's got this idea of like hey we should be helping everyone out whenever we can and also me and my family are probably going to leave soon uh Mm -hmm. so so i'm just trying to like help out people where i can and lily's like we need to be very diligent about who we are and aren't giving materials to because it's a zombie apocalypse right right and i i I felt both of their arguments pretty strongly, uh, but I was like, well, I'm not going to just let this teacher die because he got in a bear trap. I'm not going to be like, well, eh, it seems fine. 
So, so it, <laughs> you can probably get out of this bear trap that's been altered to have no release hatch. Yeah, so it does seem whack as hell for Lily to be like, you should have just made him not live. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I kind of get it just because they're very low on food and supplies, and that's more people that need to be fed. Yeah. So I get it from that, but, you know, it's a person. Yeah. He's a living being. And I get it from that angle, too, and that's why... I, I felt like I was sort of appeasing Lily a little bit when I didn't give him any food. <laughs> <laughs> but you still didn't give her any food. I tried. I tried, but I guess I, I oh, did. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, well, she said, no, so... I need, like, give it to my dad, and then I did. That's so weird. She never said that for me. She What she says to me is, uh, I'm, not a, I'm not taking anything from you. It's like, she was pissed at me. But, um... Did you side then... with Kenny? When, at the beginning? Yeah, at the beginning when, when the guy came back. Because I tried to stay kind of neutral so. and like, hey, let's just talk about this. I really like that at the beginning of that episode, if you stay neutral, Kenny flat out tells you, uh, you can't just stay in the middle all the time. Yeah, and that, and that comes back at, later at in the, the episode, end, too. At the end, you really can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotta make a choice. Um, that's that's the whole thematic pillar of the game. You gotta... That's its whole thing. What is that? What's that voice? That's its whole thing. Is this man. a character? <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna be him for the rest of the podcast. Man, I, sorry. I gotta admit, I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not like the best news for me to hear that is for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I should have workshopped it first. Never mind. Um Yeah, so you know, the teacher dies pretty fast and uh Travis, I guess, if you had him, dies pretty fast, but I didn't have him. So, it's just Ben that's been added to the group. And Ben is a uh, a fairly older teenager, like an 18-year-old, maybe? Uh, like a, I'd say that. Yeah, like a senior in high school. Maybe 17. Um, I would say, yeah, senior in high school. That, that makes sense. That's perfect. Yeah, maybe a junior, but we know he's in high school. Uh, yeah, yeah. He looks like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. He does look like Shaggy from Scooby Doo in every possible way. In his posture, in his face, he—he's a wimp. He—he he just is Shaggy, but he's—but he's named Ben. <laughs> uh, I really like the way that they—the uh, attack from the teacher after he dies and sort of just turns into a zombie all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. It happens when you're in the middle of a dialogue tree. I was just about to bring that up. I love that so much. It's so cool. Yeah, it's it's so cool. And it's it's the thing that, like, this should have been in Jurassic Park. Because this is a real, like, thriller, horror, monster kind of thing. Where you're doing something mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's just like, ah, it's right there in the background. Uh, a lot of things in this game I feel like should have been in Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I the, like characters you care about. Yeah, well, maybe maybe <laughs> in the next one. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe in the next one. I was thinking as I was rounding out this episode that like I just had a pretty emotional time, and I had some real mm-hmm. sense of uh, suspense at parts, and a real sense of like having to live with my choices and ex- experimenting with feeling regret about them, but also like rationalizing like no I, I did what i had to do um 
all of that stuff is amazing and that all of that stuff is proof that the game hit its design intention whether or not you like this game i don't think you could ever argue that like it doesn't do the emotional stuff correctly it absolutely Mm -hmm. does It, it manages the player's effective states in a in a pretty amazing way uh and and i felt nothing through jurassic park other than like understanding <laughs> of the story as it happened i was thinking that exact same thing not even at like the big emotional moments even just parts where like you're just lee walking around on the farm mm-hmm. i was like this is crazy how like all these characters feel so fleshed out with like opinions on what's going on and with jurassic park it's just all right we're these characters we got to get through the to the end and uh, who cares? Yeah, I as soon as uh, as soon as you're all going in for dinner, uh, and the so okay, so when when you go to the dairy, it's a mom and like two son adult sons, and the mom says like, "Hey, you should all come for dinner." And then at at a certain point in the episode, you do go for dinner, and everything seems mostly okay from that point on although you have been given a lot of reasons to like keep an eye out uh but everything seems mostly okay and then all of a sudden the mom says like uh because they ask oh where's mark uh because he got shot with an arrow earlier and she was taking yeah you're attacked by bandits when putting up the electric fence right yeah uh so so the mom was taking care of mark and she said oh no he's i just brought his food up to him already so don't worry about mark he's already set (laughs) and like as soon as she said that i was like well, we're going to eat Mark. <laughs> and I was right. <laughs> they Whoops. they cut off Mark's legs above the kneecap and had cooked his legs and that's what they're eating. It is quite a quite a visual when you first find him in that room uh just lying there and you're like well, your legs you have no legs where once before you had legs. Yeah, and I I think there's some sort of I, I don't know what literary technique this would be. This is sort of beyond my my uh, knowledge of vocabulary, like my scholarly vocabulary. But there's some sort of literary technique where they're using here where the way the teacher's leg is chopped off at the beginning, or at least you have the choice to, um, mm-hmm. it, it is juxtaposed with the way Mark's legs are chopped off because in both cases, you could argue that they had to do it for survival. But you're clearly saying, no, I would never do it in Mark's case. Um, like, the, the the player is expected to be like, oh, wait, well, this is bad. Wait, wait, wait. So why would you do it for survival for Mark? No, I wouldn't. I'm saying that's what the family did. That's, like, how the, the family is rationalizing. <laughs> if these people are dying... Oh. Yeah, so they eat their meat so they can survive. I thought you were talking about so Mark could survive. And I was like, he got, well, he got hit in the shoulder. No, I think Mark, I don't think they're expecting Mark to not survive. <laughs> I don't yeah. think Mark's going to make it <laughs> between you yeah. and me. Yeah, no, oh, totally. It seems like through this whole episode, they're really uh, trying to get these guys killed. Because when you're putting up the electric fence, it comes on immediately. Yeah. It seems like Andy knew you were going to be doing it. And he's like, mm, well, maybe we'll fry these guys up and eat them up. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting that they invent Mark just for this episode to do this to it. Because <laughs> there is another death in this episode. We'll just talk about it now. Larry also dies. Oops. Uh, oops. 
He gets his head smushed by a big square. And I, I guess the question is, why do you think they didn't just combine those characters? Mark and Larry? Yeah. What if Larry was the person that they tried to eat? Because then maybe you wouldn't have a choice. Wait, what do you mean? Well, because you have the choice on whether or not you want to help Lily save Larry or Kenny kill Larry. And if Larry just had his legs chopped off, I think yeah. There wouldn't be much of a choice there. I mean, I, I I get what you're saying, but I think they could have written it in a way where you would. It's it, it, it could have that choice could have come up with like Larry acting as that character as well. I I just think it's interesting that like they need to really fast introduce this character to really fast get rid of this character just to make <laughs> these other characters that you were also not going to see after this episode feel like more of a big deal. It it really reminds me of uh Mitch, have you ever seen the show Clone High? Yeah. Not every so, episode, but most of them. Well, there's an episode where um at the end of each episode they have a next time on Clone High and one of them says uh one of the clones will be horribly killed. So, you know, they're playing it up like we're going to kill a character here. And then the intro starts and they bring in this brand new character, uh, Ponce de Leon. They're saying, uh, this isn't some cheap stunt where we introduce a new character just to kill him off. A clone dies tonight. And that just shows him smiling. <laughs> and so that's, that's, that's really what Mark reminds me of. Yeah, it's... I... Lee saying, Mark, you are a regular character. <laughs> You've been here the whole time. Mark says, if I never see you again, goodbye and have a wonderful life. And they're like, why do you always say that, Mark? At one point, Mark says to Lee, Lee, I just want you to know, you're all right in my book. You did the right thing. And then, <laughs> and then just like... That's with, an odd thing to say. Within the same episode, he's like, leave my legs. No. Oh, man. <laughs> don't eat my legs. Don't eat it. <laughs> oh, please don't. <laughs> please, I need those. Un- uncook them, please. <laughs> Rewind, do backwards. Do, do over. I want those legs. <laughs> Here's a question for you, Mitch. Okay. Did you let Clementine eat Mark legs? Of course not. Good. <laughs> so here, here's a little story for you. So I I told you before the show that uh two of my other roommates, uh Adam and Andrew, have started playing it. They got very hooked on it. First, I wanted Adam to play it just so he's not spoiled on the podcast, but then Andrew got really into it and started playing it too. This part where you have to go downstairs, you have to like run downstairs really fast and tell him, don't eat the meat, it's Mark, it's our friend Mark. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> he did not go that fast. <laughs> so, okay. Like the timer, the screen's turning red. He's standing out in the hallway just dicking around <laughs> when he should be running in to tell him. Did he purposefully so by do the- this? Or was he yes, like... he chose he chose to just dick around, okay. and then by the time he gets in, Clementine's like already on like fourths. <laughs> <laughs> like she's, I I know you can like say the wrong thing and she'll still eat, and you'll be like ah fuck. But he fucked up just because he just didn't show up in time. That's so funny. She'd already eaten. Did, did yeah? That's I had no idea that could. Did happen. Andrew think that's funny, or was he upset that he didn't do it right, or what? He thought it was funny. Okay. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's I, I don't Andrew. think he knew. Yeah. 
I, I will say he's been very reserved with his choices so far. Like, I, he's surprised me with some of the choices he's made. Reserved in what way? Because you know our friend Andrew. He seems like the type to do things, uh, quote-unquote, for the lulls. Yeah, there's some, like, story moments in The Walking Dead that I think if you're going to be like, I'm going to play this funny, it's like, well, you can, but I'm you're, gonna be you're not going to get much out of this, maybe. Exactly, and he does not do that, and I thought for wow. sure he would have. So, what a, what, yeah, congratulations to what him. What a moment. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there, there's this really fun part where um, the the mom of the farm says, "Oh, you have a vet. You got to take a look at our cow." Uh, so she does, and the kids also come because cows are fun to look at if you're a kid. And uh, Clement, if you go in the barn when they're checking up the cow, Clementine explains to Lee that <laughs> there is called a salt lick. It's salty if you lick it, but don't lick it. It's gross. And then Lee goes, "Did you did you lick it?" And Clementine says, "I don't I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my favorite part of the whole episode. It's a very endearing Clementine moment. She has a she has a lot in this episode. There's that and there's uh so you told her it was manure in the first episode. Uh I told her manure existed in the first episode. So, yeah. Oh yeah, said yeah, it yeah, smells right. like and you said manure. And so in this episode, when Duck says it smells in here, did you get this? Did you talk to Duck? And he says, it smells in yeah. here. And Clementine says, like manure. And he says, what's manure? And she says, duty. Right. But it's so... For me... Oh, okay. <laughs> that's not what happened. <laughs> because I said it smelled like shit in the first episode. Duck says, it smells in here. And Clementine says, like shit, right, Lee? <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's just kind of like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> rightly lee says hey hey don't use swear words okay and she just says okay <laughs> oh that's fun she got in trouble uh that scene is a lot darker when you realize it smells bad in there because they're killing <laughs> people in there yeah uh, because there's no horse and the the cow is you know in that one place so if there was cow poop you would have seen it so it there's actually no manure probably yeah or shit or shit it doesn't matter what you choose. It ain't there. Um. So, once you run downstairs, which I really like how much they change the running animation for Lee just for this moment. I noticed that, too. Like, you hit the wall and, like, support yourself and you really feel yeah, it. Yeah, he's, like, tear- He it, Because, like, when you walk upstairs, you're trying to not make the, uh, that much noise. Uh, you're, you're trying to like sneak around so you're going really slow and then all of a sudden you find out and he's just tearing through the halls if you aren't andrew uh <laughs> just just like jumping down two stairs at a time it, it it seems like he's really he really doesn't want clementine to eat a guy which is understandable Don't eat the meat. yeah and you you know if you, if you let her eat the meat, it's not the end of the world. You can still continue, but you st- it's still not right. Yeah, if you let her eat the meat, I I feel like in, if I was in this real situation, the legs already cut off, it's already cooked. I it's got to go somewhere. I don't want to freak this kid out, but I also don't think that like she's it's ruined, not the end of the world. You know? Yeah, she didn't know. Yeah, she's not a cannibal. Yeah, you know, unless you, you hear about unless those she says times when like mountain explorers get stuck and they have to make rough choices or people deserted on an island like it happens yeah it's rough but like these people 
needed to survive. Like, I'm not going to say that this is terrible for Clementine's sake. It's terrible for the dairy farmers that are not only, like, doing it, but they seem to be actively pushing for it to happen. Yeah, exactly. Like, they said they only eat the people who uh, are going to die anyway. I don't think that's true. They they really were kind of going out of their way. It seems true, but, like, it seems true that they make that happen. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, well, you're going to die because we're going to make it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like it's fine for Clementine. The only time it would be concerning is if she said, I ate human meat and I liked it. Yeah, if she turns around and she's like, why didn't you let me finish? <laughs> I <laughs> that was, was so some hungry. Good stuff. The funny thing about that scene is Duck is just going to town on. Yeah, it. you watch Duck, and uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I missed it or anything, but I don't know if Duck ever found out what happened. What like? I do you think he found out what he think... ate? Well, he. I mean, they were screaming it right in front of him. <laughs> They, I think when Lee said you're eating human meat, I think he oh. might have figured it out. My okay, so that was a choice though. Uh, oh, so right. I didn't, I didn't say that exactly. Oh, what did you say? I there were there were options. <laughs> Do you not remember? I don't remember exactly what the options That's were. Fine. But there were it's options fine. that were like it seemed like the kind of thing that would let an adult know, but not say in front of the kid. Oh, I okay. So like a little bit of entendre in, in order to that, mask that's it. That's funny. That's funny you mentioned that because in that same scene, he is saying to Katya, who takes his plate away, he says like, "Mom, what did I eat?" <laughs> I I missed that entirely. Uh, that might have been <laughs> choice dependent. That's funny. Uh, yeah, Duck, what did you eat? Feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah, Clementine, it's fine, but you need to sit down and think about it for a little bit. Um, so it was this reveal that, like, this is how this family's dealing with the problem, uh, where mm-hmm. I again thought of COVID, where, remember remember the, the infamous Imagine video where all those celebrities sing Imagine? Uh, oh, yeah. And people were like, dude... We don't need you to coddle us, you celebrity class, while we, the common (laughs) people, we're not going to be delighted by seeing a famous person, like, do this for us. You get to be, you get to be in lockdown in your big mansion. Yeah, it it was very, it was accused of being very tone deaf and everything. Uh, it, It reminded me of this scene at the barn, because... If you remember when that Imagine video came out, it was about three days after the lockdown started. (laughs) It's now been nearly two years, and we're still definitely dealing with COVID. People are still masking up. You still need a vaccine. You still, like, it's still all the happened, but, like, most of the extreme reactions to it were immediate. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> like people weren't worn down. People were triggered into just like, "Whoa, now I'm doing this terrible decision." <laughs> uh, so, like, this family has has resorted to cannibalism actively after like three months. It's just <laughs> yeah, and they they had biscuits. They <laughs> they didn't need. They had food. They didn't need to eat people. Well, those biscuits. I don't know. We don't know that those aren't people. <laughs> we don't know what's in them. Yeah, I mean, we. It's true. Yeah. 
Uh, I still feel like they could have held out a little more before eating people. Right? Yeah. Or at least like, hey, you have a cow and you have a dying Mark and you chose Mark first. (laughs) Just seems rude. Well, no, we find out the cow is not dying. It's pregnant. No, you you have a that's that's what I mean. You have a cow and you have dying Mark. Oh, I thought you said the cow was. No, no, no. I missed. I I got that all confused. You're like, okay, so now you have two cows. <laughs> and you still picked people first. It's like you, the, your orders are whack. <laughs> well, we already know how to cook people. Yeah. Um, so the the Saint John is the family name. So the Saint John brothers uh, lock you, Lily, Larry, and Kenny up in a room in in the in the barn. Mm-hmm. And oh, and Clementine. And it, it can't forget Clementine. Y- you just can't. You're uh, you're you're back there. You're you're uh, you're trying to find a way out. And Larry they is took, pounding on the they wall. They took Katya and Duck, so they're not in there with you. They 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 have them at the moment. Right, so. and it's worth noting that it's... Carly and Ben never even came to the the dairy. They they just left. Mm-hmm. So they've been gone the whole time. Um. So, Larry's pounding at the wall, and eventually he'll have a heart attack and fall to the ground unconscious. What a butterfinger. Lily is trying to give him uh, uh, CPR, trying to resuscitate Mm -hmm. him. And then Kenny comes in and says, hey, remember the teacher? Who, (laughs) when the teacher died, he wasn't bitten or anything, he just came back as a zombie if Larry becomes a zombie, he's like way stronger than all of us. He's huge. He will kill all of us. He will rip all of us apart. Uh, but Lily's like, we don't know he's dead yet. He, we can just, you know, give him CPR. Uh, and you have that's a choice. You either have to side with Kenny and kill Larry early, or side with uh, Lily and try to try to bring him back. What did you do? Mm-hmm. I sided with Lily. I sided with Lily as well. It seemed like the right thing to do. Yeah, and it's funny because before this, every other time in the past, I helped Kenny. Well, it it just does uh, seem too early. Like, if you side with Lily, Lee brings up, hey, remember in the drugstore in episode one, where Larry was saying, hey, we should kill Duck because he might have been bitten. Uh that was too early and it turned out to be true and duck was fine so in this case we should do the same thing it, it's just like mm-hmm. logically correct um although kenny did have a it, good point of like the disease takes place pretty immediately after yeah. uh, after you die that that's what makes it so tough like I do agree. Lee, to me, didn't strike me as the kind of person who would immediately jump to killing him. But that is what makes the choice tough. Yeah. Both of them are right. Yeah, but it, it's one of those things where, like, if I was in in the situation in real life, I would say, look, we're doing both things. Lily, yeah, do CPR. Kenny, hold it above his head, and the minute he twitches, drop it. <laughs> That's funny you say that because he does twitch slightly before uh, Kenny turns his head into pudding. Oh, really? Um, 
Yeah, if you're giving him CPR, if you're like pounding on his chest, you'll like see him. You'll see him breathe. Do zombies breathe like, in The Walking Dead? Well, that's the thing. You don't know if he's turning or if you're reviving him because it's like literally a second before his head goes uh, smashed. Yeah, but do they breathe? Do we know? Do we have that lore? Um, I don't know. I guess they wouldn't need to. I think that's true. Uh, I... Well, it it's still like the brain communicating with the body, right? So, yeah. so I think you need so blood to maybe, do that. So maybe they still need... Yeah, exactly. Uh, hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Hmm. hmm. Well, I, you can make a frog twitch just by sending electrical, so maybe it's purely electrical. Um, in yeah. In which case, no, you, you wouldn't need blood for that. Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. I, don't, I don't know. But uh, either way, Kenny throws what i thought was a cardboard box and i didn't understand it at first but then i realized it's an, <laughs> like an anvil that's one hit no it was one of the salt lakes oh what our salt is salt yeah. that heavy yeah it's a big block of salt yeah but like like a gigantic block kenny d- it was heavy and it was kenny, kenny was eviscerates the top it. half of larry's head I, I feel like, yeah, it would, it would definitely give you a strong concussion, probably break your skull, but, like, this just atomizes it. <laughs> There's just no head afterwards. Yeah, it's just his bottom jaw and then a block of salt. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I, I think I might have had a hard time identifying what this object was because, and I, I haven't talked to you about this yet, I chose to play this whole episode in graphic black. Oh, interesting. How did how did you like it? I actually did like it quite a bit. Um, oh, interesting. I, I think that if you are watching like any one scene or looking, especially looking at a screenshot, um, you won't like it. Uh, but it, if you're like willing to give it a full episode of, of the, the setting turned on, I think it actually does enhance the feeling uh Hmm. especially inside the house that was like wow i'm really glad i turned graphic black on this looks cool um interesting yeah i mean there's still remnants of that feeling of this game wasn't these models and cinematography like weren't designed for this graphical setting and that carries over a little bit, but I still I still like it. I think it's still cool. Uh, okay. I don't know if I'll keep it on, I... but maybe I'll go back and forth. See, I already have every season. I have the original collection they did with the first three seasons, and then I have season four separate. But stuff like this kind of makes me want to just get that to just have them all in one. But I already have them. Yeah. So I'm I'm like, that would be a waste of money, but it would be a kind of nice... It would be a kind of neat waste of money. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not sixty dollars; it's fifty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> so it's fifty, but also I saw it on eBay it. for twenty five. Oh, so nice. that would be even better. Well, it goes on sale all the time. Uh, yeah, especially mm-hmm. if you would want it on Steam or something instead of consoles. Like, I it it goes on sale quite often because I think it's one of those things where it's just like we just own this and we don't have to like recoup money on it because because of what happened with telltale we just have it now so mm-hmm. we can afford to 
put it on sale. Although it's it's such a massive package, it's twenty three episodes of the show. That's or, a of lot the of game. episodes. Which uh, which is yeah that that's a huge collection. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Do Do you think they'll ever do a Telltale version of Rare Replay? Where they just have all of them on there? Yeah, like all of The Walking Dead, all of Sam and Max, uh, all of Monkey Island, maybe. Uh, no. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Just because, you know, it would be so hard to get everything. Like, the rights are now distributed across lots of other studios. Um, Like, Telltale has the rights to a good chunk of them, but definitely not all of them. They don't even have Sam and Max. Or The Walking and, Dead. So, actually, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. They w- the two that you need, you don't have, so I guess you don't do it. The two big ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool, though. I'd, lo- I'd love more collections like Rare Replay in general, and I'd totally get a Telltale one. Modern Telltale, the, the, the current organization Telltale, seems to be positioning uh, The Wolf Among Us as their... Uh, it's sort of a reposition. It reminds me of when Rare had to stop using Donkey Kong. So they were like, yeah, our biggest thing is Banjo-Kazooie. Um, mm-hmm. It's just whatever's next in line. Yeah. Or or uh, like Donkey Kong and uh, GoldenEye. Mm-hmm. So, so just now, now their classic thing is Banjo-Kazooie and like Battletoads, uh, which were less than Donkey Kong and Goldeneye. That's so weird to me. Not to go off on a tangent, but it's so weird to me that Battletoads is dead for so long. It felt like it really was just a retired series. Like even in the 2000s when Rare was considered at their in their heyday, uh in their golden era, Battletoads wasn't a factor. Battletoads wasn't really that was pre-Donkey Kong Country Battletoads. And nowadays it's Battletoads is one of the big ones that they bring up. Yeah, I remember in the Xbox 360 era when it became clear that like this company that released 12 games for the N64 is just not going to release them as fast now because of the jump to HD and the, the jump from console manufacturer to console manufacturer and all that stuff. Uh, one of the big ones to bring back was always Killer Instinct and Banjo-Kazooie and uh, Perfect Dark. Yeah, Battletoads never even registered. With yeah, Battletoads kind it's... of felt like, oh, you know. It, it'd be it, cool. It, it happened and now it's done. Yeah. I, I think there was also some uh, confusion about like who owned it at first because it wasn't initially published by Rare. So they. Oh, it was Trade West, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they had to buy it from Trade West or if they just found out they had it or something. I don't know. Um, hmm. Anyway, The Walking Dead. I played it in graphic black <laughs> and it looked very interesting. Although there were some times where like. Um, anytime you were standing in front of the cornfield, I think the way graphic black mm-hmm. works is just like the outlines of objects are much more darkened. So if I'm looking at a lot of thin objects standing up next to each other, like I would be with stalks of corn, it basically just looks black. Um, oh. so that was like one or two times where that didn't work. Um, but for the most part, it was pretty good, I think. I, I feel like I still wouldn't care for it, but I'd I'd give it a try if I had the collection. It's definitely a taste. Least. It makes the game look a lot newer. Mm-hmm. It uh if you turn it yeah. off, all of a sudden it's like, oh this yeah, I forgot this was ten years old. And then <laughs> I forgot this was twenty twelve this game out. Yeah, it, it which I think speaks to the art direction of the game 
pretty highly. Yeah. Uh, where if, I, you I just apply a new shader and it looks so modern. Yeah. It's funny. When playing this, I was thinking, boy, I wish we got a Sam and Max game that was able to like have outlines and look more like a comic. So I got to tell you, the, the choice with siding with Lily or Kenny on Killing Larry... Uh, mm-hmm. it's another choice that I kind of don't think works as well as it wants to. Uh, per- I personally don't think it does because mm-hmm. I think the game is asking you like, don't you hate Larry? And I'm like, yeah, but like, I wouldn't, I I wouldn't kill him now any more than I would kill him if he was just standing there, you know? Uh, yeah, but it's funny. I think that's what makes it a good choice. This whole episode, they're kind of making you want to hate Larry, and then it comes time to kill him, and you're kind of like, well, I, I, I don't really know if I should now. Yeah, that's a good point. That, so that's I, good point. I, think it, I think it's a very strong it, choice. It's a, I guess it's a good choice, not because like it's actually reasonable to have both ends of the choice be taken. It's a good choice because it makes you reanalyze, like, no, you're not going to kill him, right? Like it's like the game calling it, for <laughs> even though he's a total asshole to you. Yeah, the, the, the exactly. game is is making the assumption of like, no, nah, dude, come on, you don't actually feel this way. It's like, oh, I guess you're right, game. I I don't uh, feel that yeah, much that and, way. Yeah, and and that'll happen again throughout the season. So I I I think they do it really well. Uh, I thought the real good choices were uh, coming up after this. You're trying to sneak out of that room, and mm-hmm. the Saint John brothers. Uh, well, the whole St. John family, uh, you got to take him out. So you got Danny in the barn, and you have this pitchfork. You get in a tussle. There's there's a gun at your face, but then you, you move it out of the way, and you grab a pitchfork, and you, you uh, are, like, holding Danny down with the point end at him. Uh, but Clementine's looking at you. So do you kill yeah. this guy? Do you not kill this guy? Do you somehow, like, restrain him? Do you let him go? What do you do? Uh, what did you do, Dustin? I did not kill Danny. So I did kill Danny. Tell me what happens. Ooh. Um, not much happens. Lee uh, sticks the pitchfork in the bale of hay, and you kind of see... Danny doesn't say anything, but you kind of see a look on his face like, oh, I guess I was wrong and stupid. And uh, Lee yells at him. He says, this isn't what the world is now. <laughs> uh, and Clementine gets to be your friend still and be on your side. Um, I've been convinced this is what the world is now. <laughs> uh, so I, I killed this guy because this guy, it's not only the meat thing, although that is gross. It's uh, it's also like when you go to Jolene and he just shoots Jolene straight in the face for, for almost nothing. Uh like you're you're in a standoff. It was she was being dangerous, but you got the impression she really wasn't going to do much. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like this guy's this guy's murderous. This guy's gonna actively upset bandits on purpose so he can like eat them. He's got the bloodlust. And I I what I really like about these choices is that it makes you think of what you would actually do in this situation in terms of parenting. Uh, mm-hmm. Because you're, you're tasked with protecting Clementine. Uh, right. But it's up to you what that means. Like, obviously, protect her from harm. That's obvious. That's the first episode. This episode is like, 
Do you protect her from ideas? Do, does she need to know? Uh, like in, in a lot of different ways, it's it's asking if you protect Clementine from ideas. Like, do you let her eat the meat even though it's a guy just because she's really hungry? Uh, <laughs> like, she might die if she doesn't get food, right? Do you protect her? So just let her eat Mark. And and I I <laughs> just let her eat Mark. They should have given you the choice. Like you found out it's Mark, but you can also just be like, eh, whatever. Like my my Here's. reasoning was, I'm definitely gonna have Clementine not eat this guy because I do want to protect her from that idea. But the idea of like sometimes it's okay, or or like it's never okay to to hurt other people ever. It's like, I actually don't want Clementine to think that. Uh, yeah. And I didn't realize that I cared what Clementine thought that much until this moment. <laughs> this moment, I was like, right. I actually, Ooh. Clementine, I think you should maybe be aware that this has to happen. Like, I, I don't want to let this guy just get away. Bad things will happen if this guy lives. See, I don't know. Because it, it, you saw the, you see the look on Danny's face, like... Like he had some sudden realization, but also he had his leg caught in one of those bear traps yeah. that has no release hatch. Yeah, he wasn't going to get so, away. Yeah, exactly. So I I don't know. It, it really can go either way. And that's what's good about these choices. Yeah, it, it, it could. Like I was thinking like if I let Danny live, am I going to be attacked by Danny later in the season or whatever? Like I don't want this specter of this asshole who was terrible and will continue to do terrible things uh Mm -hmm. like over the people that lee is starting to really care about great yeah um then uh you you do the same thing later for andy the other saint john brother well before that even you go inside and brenda has katya right yeah brenda kind of have a stand the, the mom and I thought this was a yeah. very Dustin Core mom, by the way. All right. Uh, I, I got to be honest with you, Mitch. <laughs> this this is gonna get a this is gonna get a little steamy here. Uh huh. I actually really like Katya. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny doesn't deserve her. Uh, <laughs> I think we've talked. This should have been about this, this on the show before, been like, right? <laughs> Yeah, with uh, puzzle with agent. your very specific tastes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. I feel like they shouldn't have put this game about a zombie apocalypse filled with uh, so many very attractive ladies. Because <laughs> Carly, I'm also like, oh, I can, I can. She's showing some interest in Lee. I can, I can make this work. I can, I can try to impress Carly. But Katya has your heart first. She. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, definitely, but she's a married woman. Sure. So I just have to admire from afar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brenda's Brenda's okay, too, but she's, you know, she eats people. Yeah, it's rough. I, that's not, I'm not looking for any of that. So, yeah, Brenda's got Katya at, at gunpoint, and you have to, like, convince her to walk away from you as she walks to the top of the stairs, where Mark, who is now a zombie, grabs her and, and kills her. This part is so awesome because it's so dark in this room that you really just see Mark in the shadows, mm-hmm. like his arms waving around, and you just see Brenda just slowly backing up to him. So 
boy, when I first noticed, I don't think the first time I played, I even noticed Mark was there. I just thought it was like some walker. Uh, I didn't even realize it was, it was Mark. So when I did, I was like, oh, extremely cool in graphic black. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, can, I can imagine that's a scene I could imagine looking very good. Yeah, that it, it did look really good. Uh, I think there was probably a risk of like it looking too dark so you can never really see Mark, but you, you do because the, the lightning is also brighter with gra- graphic mm-hmm. black, like this, both ends are turned up. Um, so that that's cool. Yeah, I agree, Mitch. So then you, so Katya dies and you, or sorry, no. No, she sorry, doesn't. Sorry. I Brenda meant Brenda. Dies. Yeah, Brenda dies, Katya leaves. I'm sorry, I, I freaked you out for a second. <laughs> that <laughs> I was like, no! Uh, <laughs> That's another reason I, I'm not into Brenda is she also dies. Yeah, well, you can't hold that against her. <laughs> That's true. It's not her fault. Yeah. Uh, That's not a personality trait. So you go outside and Andy has duck at gunpoint. Um, oh, no. And he doesn't know that his family is dead now. Right. Mitch, I hate to interrupt, but I totally forgot I was going to ask you a choice you uh-huh. made. So, in the back room when you're escaping the the uh, meat locker, there's like three weapons in the meat locker, or in the back room, I mean, that you can pick to attack to defend yourself. Which one did you pick? Well, I felt pretty stupid about it because, there, so there's a sickle, a cattle prod, like an electric cattle prod, and uh like a like two, a double hook thing mm-hmm. and i both the sickle and the hook thing looked pretty good but i was like ooh the cattle prod is electric i'm I, i'm going to be a fun <laughs> electric guy <laughs> so i picked that and then uh when i when it came time to use it which was against uh danny like lee puts the cattle prod in him and danny's like hurt by it but then not phased at all, and I felt really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, don't worry. Both me and Andrew also picked the cattle. Plant. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's shiny. It has, like, sparks. <laughs> yeah, it makes you want it. It's very tantalizing. Yeah, and then the sickle's like, I'm sure that'd work, but... <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be cool if I would, you know... It, it'd be cooler if it was electric. <laughs> yeah, it made me feel dumb. Oh, well. <laughs> That's okay, Mitch. We won't tell anyone. So you get in a fight with Andy, and you basically win. You beat him up pretty bad, and you're about to walk away, and then he says, don't you walk away from me. And you have the choice to either continue walking away or to kick him into the electric fence. What did you do? I left. I was like, you're not even worth it. I kicked him straight into the fence. (laughs) So you did kill both brothers. I killed both brothers. I I felt like it was sort of an extension of this idea of like, I don't think that it's good for Clementine to get this idea that it's never good to kill someone in this world where people are killing people very often. Right. Yeah. Um, I get that. Like, it's it's either protecting him her from the dangers of the universe or like sort of acclimating her to them, and it doesn't seem like the dangers of the universe are going away at any time. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, Mitch, you're stone cold. I'm I'm a little stone cold. I'm I'm a rough parent. That's tough (laughs) love. 
That's true. You tell her, this is what happens when you make a bad move. You go into the electric fence. Yeah, but uh, I, I think they, did, they do a good enough job with making you like Mark that when you find out that Mark is basically killed by these people in a slow and agonizing way, you are... Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no there's no hesitation for me of like well do i care if this guy dies like no i don't care if the saint john brothers die like i I, i'm not even conflicted at all about killing these guys uh like the main reason i was some conflicted is just like how does this reflect on lee for the other people in the group yeah see that's exactly what it was for me i said my lee would not kill unless he absolutely has to uh, but I also totally get why you made the choice you did. Yeah, I, I think it's it's like, I think Miley is also not killing unless he has to, but it... This was a case where of, you felt like he had yeah, to. Yeah, I, I feel like after this situation, you gotta... Um, through, yeah, I mean, none of them survive this, so... None of, <laughs> either yeah. way. Yeah. Because... The house is immediately swarmed by walkers. Immediately, like comically fast. Yeah, like as soon as the electric fence goes down, the walkers are like, oh boy, party time. Yeah, and Brenda like walks out of the house uh, dead as a walker. That's so cool to me. That's so awesome. You see her just like stuff. When the camera zoomed out, you just see her coming from the house like about to chomp Andy. Yeah. Oh, is she going for Andy? I would assume so. Andy was right there. I mean, I guess not for you because you killed Do Andy. Do the walkers go for, for things that are dead ever? Or they only go for live things? I think they only go for live things. And oh, the so my reason Andy was why dead, is so. if you die, don't you immediately become a walker anyway? I kind of feel like walkers don't eat other walkers. Um, well, otherwise they wouldn't. In be. the beginning of this episode, we we saw that the walker there was one walker that went for a rabbit, and went mm-hmm. ate a rabbit. So it doesn't need to be humans either. So like, and and I think animals cannot become walkers, is is what they're implying, at least for now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe later we'll see a walker bear, and that'll be scary. <laughs> That would be scary. That would be scary. Don't put that thought in my yeah, head. Yeah, they can't sleep at night after that. Ooh. <laughs> um, sorry, I, I <laughs> I'm just looking at my notes. Uh, and the, there's a there's a we don't do linguistic gymnastics anymore. But there's one line that almost read like a Sam and Max level line in this in this what? episode. Uh, it's when Carly and Ben finally show up because like it, they'd been gone for too long. Uh, so they finally show up, and they're like, you've been gone for too long. What happened? And Lee says, they chopped off Mark's legs and tried to feed him to us. And Carly just goes, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's interesting to me, like, how quickly everyone, except Lee, I guess, seem to get over Mark. Like, no one's really beat up about Mark. Yeah, he joined late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially because... He's the new kid. Carly was saved by Doug, and then within that day, Carly was like, I'm kind of having the hots for Doug. Uh, but, like, he, they were with Mark <laughs> for three months or so. And Carly's like, yeah. oh, shit, he ate Mark? Damn. Oh, well. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
It's funny because even this these three months later, you talk to Carly and she says she's been having trouble sleeping. And it's, it's because she's still thinking about that incident at the drugstore. Yeah. And here with Mark, she's just like, ah, shit, damn. Okay. Yeah, the drug story where one person died and everyone sort of did their best and you can't really blame <laughs> anyone for it seems very tame I guess compared to this episode. I think it might be because she also witnessed Doug get ripped apart by walkers. She wasn't there to see Mark have his legs eaten. Sure, yeah. So maybe it just didn't hit as hard because it wasn't such a shock. Yeah, well, I mean, that makes sense. Um, it... One thing I totally forgot about. Yeah. In this episode, you get stuck in a room with Larry, uh, and you're not sure if he's dead and going to turn into a walker or if you're going to kill him. At the beginning of the episode, Mark says, uh, you're talking about Larry with Mark, and Mark says, I know I wouldn't want to be stuck in a room with him. (laughs) Yeah. That's a little thing. Yeah, it's foreshadowing being stuck in a room. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm glad he had a heart attack and it would have been a problem. Otherwise, it wouldn't have mattered. Lee would have just said, I guess we are stuck in a room with him. These really are writers, huh? (laughs) These really are. They know a thing or two. These really are writing the episode. Um, <laughs> so it, it's, it's at this point I, I want to bring up something the Xbox One like original Xbox One that I'm playing this on uh, load times up the wazoo for this game interesting yeah I'm playing on Series X and the load times are really not that bad yeah it's, it's a problem and I, I don't know if it's my build of the game because we're playing a different uh, version from each mm-hmm. other, or if it's just like series, uh, or, or Xbox Ones in general aren't good enough, or whatever. I don't know if this would be fine on an Xbox One X, uh, but or a Series X rather. Um, but yeah, it it did make the idea of like, hey, do you want to go check this thing out? I always have a <laughs> no. second thought of like, I I would immediately check it out if I didn't have to wait so long to do it. So I'm, I'm I am changing my <laughs> my playstyle a little bit because like i don't want to go to the barn and then leave the barn and <laughs> yeah i get that i'm glad you got to see all the funny clementine lines in the barn yeah oh you know what we totally forgot to talk about kenny's uh racism in this episode kenny kenny has a moment <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's it's played for la it's not played to make him like a bad person. He immediately apologizes for it, but boy, yeah, yeah Ken, it, it's a very memorable. Scene. Kenny made a rough assumption where there was a there's a door in the back of the barn, uh, where Kenny thinks something's going on in there, and then Lee's like, "Do you have any idea how to get past this lock?" And, and then Kenny goes, uh, "Yeah, can't you pick a lock? You know how to pick a lock, right? You know how to pick a lock, right?" And Lee goes, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Cause you're, uh, you know." urban <laughs> yeah pretty pretty bad kenny uh and and lee's like oh you you're not saying that and kenny does immediately he's like uh i'm from florida crazy shit just comes out of my mouth i'm sorry yeah g- interesting he's self-aware interesting choice of excuses because yeah. i i think you know it's not good but i think you you can make the excuses like i just caught up i just got caught myself up like i'm sorry i don't know we're we're all stressed out i don't know yeah but he he, but chooses, he decides to blame florida. yeah blame florida for it uh <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's interesting because um kenny is a very 
he's portrayed as a very like southern sort of rednecky type of character uh, mm-hmm. and lee is more urban in his words uh so it it, 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 it from the beginning of the the, the game their, their dynamic i think has this like uh will they won't they but instead of romance it's like racism or something uh <laughs> just because of how characters like kenny are often portrayed in uh and movies, and unfortunately, how uh, certain elements of racism are predominantly in certain areas of the world where uh, people yeah. in this style live. It's not fair, but that that is how things are portrayed in media very often. Um, mm-hmm. So the idea that like this is the only thing that comes out of that is actually pretty pretty good. But like Kenny does, I fuck agree. Up. <laughs> he he does fuck up, but you can tell that he he does not dislike lee for this he and lee are uh, well i mean they have a wedge driven between them in this episode but race has nothing to do with it before that they're all good yeah in fact kenny is probably the the closest person to you in in the group uh other than clementine (laughs) besides Clementine, right yeah yeah. um or maybe carly now uh carly seems to have Mm -hmm. uh grown attached to lee but 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 yeah um that that stuff's weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't even. I almost don't even know what to think of that. <laughs> <laughs> what about like, why, uh, why throw Kenny's... it in? Why you know it, it, just like I, it... be, because it's that kind of choice that that kind of choice for the writers that make the players' mm-hmm. choices that much harder later. It's like I I shouldn't I should be thinking about these choices. Very purely. I think it's nice to think of, like, would you do this or that? Because the more complicated you make the choices, it's like, well, I didn't really want to do this thing. I, I just, like, I guess that's the closest thing to what I would have done. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that that makes it very interesting. It makes you make these uh, difficult choices that aren't always uh, black and white. Yeah, but speaking of black and white, now you have this thing with Kenny... Where it's like, oh, he was racist once. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like, 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 maybe you're going to be subconsciously in something that doesn't have anything to do with that later, like, motivated I, to disagree I, I don't with think, Kenny. I don't think Kenny's racist. I just think he has some, uh, some unfortunate ideas. <laughs> he did a racism. He did a racism, but that doesn't make him, like... It, that doesn't mean he hates black Dustin, people. Dustin, I don't so. really think that's for us to say. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we get that call. Uh, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> uh, but we also have a little more to this episode. Yeah, the the last choice in the in the game comes up uh, as they're walking away from the uh, the the farm, sort of detoxing from that whole experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're they're walking away, and then they find this car, uh, and this car has a bunch of food and water and everything that they need. The whole reason they even came to the dairy farm in the first place, and then <laughs> they, uh, and then they they uh, make you choose whether or not you're gonna take the stuff from this car. And it's it's interesting because I, if they didn't make me choose, I wouldn't even even thought about it. If, yeah. they, if it wasn't, like, for some people in the group saying, what if these people come back? And I was like, what? We're three months into this. Are we still thinking in that <laughs> kind of way? That's wild. Well, 
Yeah, I mean, it's not like they left the car three months ago. They could have just, like, recently left and wanted to come back. Like, you guys left the motor in. No, that, I know, I know Although that. Although, you had Carly and Ben there, so. I, I meant more like, it's been three months for the, the, the main characters we know about. They should have learned already, you take the food. Like, mm-hmm. you, you just do. But then uh, Carly and Clementine raise the idea of, like, what if these people come back? We, we can't necessarily take their, their stuff. They'll they'll die if they don't have food uh and i was like oh okay <laughs> uh <laughs> what what and, and you get to choose whether you take the food from the car or not Hmm. so i want you to say what you did first this was a very tough call and this was uh just a, a really beautiful moment because i had this this experience with clementine over the earlier part of this episode where i was basically making the choice i'm not going to not kill someone if it's important to do so just because clementine would see clementine might need to actually know about this so like i i had uh i had made that choice already like i i had already sort of been sitting with that idea of like well this is the choice that i made Mm -hmm. Um, so i thought that given a situation like this I would be arguing for, like, Clementine needs to know that you have to take the food to survive. But I but mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't do that. And I, I held Clement, Clementine's hand while the others looted the car because I felt guilty that Clementine had already been through so much this episode in terms of how she respects and views Lee that I didn't want to give mm-hmm. her one more reason to feel bad about Lee. You wanted her to know that you... St- in this world, even if you have to make tough calls, there you gotta still have some goodness in you. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I, I think the argument that Lee tries to use when, uh, like, right before they get to the car, uh, when Clementine asks, uh, wait, so, did did you really have to kill those people? I made Lee said, yeah, actually, I really did have to kill those people. They were bad and they would have caused a lot more problems for everyone in the world. If they were left alive, mm. they were bad, bad people. I had to. Uh, so, right. like, with this choice later, uh, I could have made the argument, like, Clementine, we have to. But I I still want Clementine to think, like, well, no, it was a good thing to kill the people. If she's already set on thinking this is a bad thing, I'm just going to not do this. Yeah. She already had her value. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I, I felt... I, you wow, Clementine's working so well as as a gameplay device because I really felt invested in not making her not like me. Yeah, it was important to me. So what what did you do? I also did not steal for that exact same reason. Have you ever done it? Even though I, even though I have not done it before, but I know what happens if you do. What happens if you do? If you do, Clementine gets a hoodie. She gets a red hoodie, and then she, uh, that's just what she wears. So it's kind of like the hoodie of shame. Oh, like for the rest of the series? Yeah. Oh, that's that's crazy. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's um, like being renamed Thief in Link's Awakening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, I, I was kind of hesitant on telling you that, but I figured you already didn't steal, so you wouldn't have seen it anyway. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, so I, I made the choice. Next episode I'm, starts up. I'm locked into the choice. 
yeah, Katja says, Lee, there's a uh, there's a hoodie in here for it looks like it would fit Clementine. So if you chose to steal, then she actually wears that hoodie for uh, the rest. That's so interesting. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, I love it. It's it's crazy. Um, Dustin, anything else you want to bring up before we head into our segments? Because I think we're about there. I don't think so. I think we covered this episode pretty thoroughly. Oh, I will say. Oh, no, I'll save it for our segments, but uh, uh, we, we can move on. We can move on. Uh, by the way, Dustin, I think I think we'll try summarizing the episode top down in a minute again, because I think that kind of worked out. It, it, OK, or, yeah. or uh, you get the next one and I'll give you 90 seconds. For the for the next yeah. episode. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. You'll get 90 seconds. I, I don't know if I'll be able to even with 90 seconds, but we'll see. Uh, who's your weekly guy? My weekly guy this week, I feel a, like a little bit of a jackass saying it now after what we talked about earlier. I'm going to say Katja in this episode. <laughs> All right. She she brings it. She tries to help the teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's thrown into that stressful situation. Then she tries to help them with the cow, and then uh, then she gets held at gunpoint. She goes through a lot in this episode, and I think she deserves some credit. Sure, yeah. Um, um, although, it was very hard for me to pick, because I feel like everyone's very on edge. Everyone's, like, being kind of a dick, except for some people. It, it would just be so easy to just say Clementine for every episode, just because she's so pure and nice. But I'm I'm trying not to. And I think Katya really does deserve the gold medal this episode. Um, Who did you pick, Mitch? That's so wild. I mean, Katya. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. She did a good job. I, I feel like everyone does a good job in this episode, but she's thrown into so much shit. So, so is Lee, but, uh, you know. So if I had a most improved ribbon, I'd give it to Larry. Um, <laughs> because I, like so, the the way Larry was calming down when he was talking to the St. John's, he like mm-hmm. was meeting people. He tries to he hit liked. it off with Brenda. Yeah, he does try to hit it off with Brenda, and and like he was he's even being nicer to you, uh, in in certain mm-hmm. situations. If you do be nicer to him, I guess, uh, like it, you can tell that he grew over the last three months in in a, in a way or two. Um. Like like things things happened. Uh, with with yeah. Larry, he still like mostly sucks though. So I didn't. I'm not giving him <laughs> weekly guy. I didn't give Clementine weekly guy last week with episode one because I didn't feel like she really made that much of an impression on me. While Lee absolutely did, so I gave it to Lee. This episode, I'm give. I am giving it to Clementine. I'm glad. I love Clementine. Clementine really. Uh, the way she works in this episode is. Uh, kind of inspiring on uh, a, a narrative <laughs> level. It it made you think maybe I shouldn't steal from that car. Maybe I shouldn't take in ten years to play with The Walking Dead next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you'll get them next. Yeah, time. next time The Walking Dead comes out. Uh, <laughs> the Walking the next time The Walking Dead season one comes out. <laughs> <laughs> um, golden moment. My golden moment is, I mean, it's got to be the dinner scene. Because I think it does a great job of of building the tension. Because 
it, it's playing very, uh, the music is great for it. And you're just like tiptoeing while they're all at the table, trying not to make it. You just know something is up. And, uh, and then, yeah, you do find out that something was indeed up. Uh, Mark has no more legs. Yeah, he's plumb out of them. <laughs> yeah, all six of his legs have been removed. Uh, I think my golden moment is holding hands with Clementine as the others take stuff from the car. Mitch, that that made my heart go, aww. Yeah, it's, yeah, it really <laughs> works. It's very sweet. Uh, especially given all the other choices on in this episode that I made, it felt like this one way to go like, yeah, we, we are getting ready to be a lot more callous toward the rest of the world, but we'll have this one moment. Of, like, letting the people in a car have some stuff that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, you can choose to be better than that. Would you Would you say that this is, like, the first Telltale game we've played that, that is able to hit, like, sweet moments? Um, Sam and Max has done it. Uh, es- like, especially Devil's Playhouse near the end. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. With uh, with with how much Sam likes Max and and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, definitely never happened in Strong Bad. Never happened in <laughs> Jurassic Park. Never happened in Bone. I'm sure there was something in CSI. Right? Never happened in CSI. Uh, <laughs> never happened in Texas Hold'em. I'm trying to think if Back Back to the Future might have been the only other place where it could have happened. I don't think it did. Yeah. 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 I guess it is. I, I guess it just goes to show what a what a much bigger deal the storytelling is in this particular game. Because, like, Telltale's always about telling stories, but just something about the way this game does it, it really succeeds in making it hit harder. Mm-hmm. Um, my choice cut is the car. Wait, wait, hold on, oh, hold on, oh, hold sorry. on. You skipped one. Weekly Unguy. Who's your weekly Unguy? Oh, my weekly Unguy is Danny. Because when you're about to kill Danny, he starts rationalizing, oh, yeah, and now you can do it to me. See? we it's <laughs> See, it's see, great. this is why it's okay. Like, dude, Danny, shut, shut this up. This is awesome. <laughs> you stupid. Just fill your mouth with a pitchfork, Danny. Like, I, so, I don't want that at all. <laughs> get out of here with all that I don't want to even mess. a little. Ew! <laughs> so my choice for weekly on guy, believe it or not, is Kenny this week. Huh? And I'm saying that because he did seem more unreasonable look, than last time. Yes, and my thing is, I get that. You know, we're all a little on edge. He kills Lily's dad, and not even that is why he's weekly on guy. But because you weren't on his side with it, he gets extremely pissy with you for the rest of the episode. Like, he's saying stuff like, uh, we have to have the balls to do the right thing, or at least one of us has to. <laughs> and it's like, eat my whole ass, Kenny. <laughs> I've been on your side taking care of your stupid family this whole time, and you come in here with this? He, I, I feel like if he were a little more understanding like you'd think after killing someone's dad he would be more like look i didn't want to do it and i get where you were coming from lee yeah i just had to do it please don't think worse of me but instead he says you were wrong lee i was right and awesome well i I picked a dialogue line at some point later that um where where it it was like after you all leave the farm where Mm -hmm. 
Kenny's talking to Lee and he's like, look, there's going to be some fallout. And Lee has the option of saying, you were wrong or you were right or like, you're no hero. No, all three of them are you were wrong. Kenny. Well, yeah, it is. But you're no hero is like one of them. Uh, yeah, like it, it's various takes on you were wrong. But I, mm-hmm. so I said, you're no hero. And the way that went down was like, look, Kenny, you're a good guy, but like you messed up. Uh, and mm-hmm. then Kenny's just like, okay. And he walks away. And I felt like the way Kenny and Lee had that sort of moment, it, it, it still reflected that there's a lot of mutual respect. Um, but, but like, yeah, clearly uh, Lee, or at least my Lee, is not on the side of what Kenny did. Right. And because of that, it seems like my Lee is actually in a pretty good spot for next episode, if we're getting predicty about it, uh, <laughs> where Lily actually respects Lee a lot, um, because Lily mm-hmm. is glad that Lee tried to help her dad. And Kenny still likes Lee because they're just friends, and this is just like a weird thing Kenny did, uh, even though I'm sure that they're going to try to make that choice and influence how Kenny acts to you next. Um, but it, from the mm-hmm. outset, it seems like they'll be fine, at least from a drama department. You were able to quell tensions between them. Uh, what was your choice cut? I don't think we got yours. It's gotta be the head. It, it's, uh, well, no, you know what? With I the head. Mm. What you, oh, oh, with, with Larry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, obviously the head thing is what I put down. But I think that's just how it is for me. Because before this, I I just sided with Kenny. I was like, oh, I'm going to be on Kenny's side. But then this time, it was a lot harder. And I went with Lily because I was just like, well, I actually don't think Lee would side with Kenny on this now. Yeah, I think it's interesting that this, in like every choice you make, uh, even though all of the main choices are the same for every player in every episode, um every choice that you make is a little different player to player because you're given different evidence and, and uh, contributions for which choice you mm-hmm. should make. Uh, like if I didn't, if I didn't kill both the dairy farmers, I don't think that I'd have nearly as an impactful time uh, deciding not to loot the car. That to me, those are awesome. very related. That's great. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that it played out the way it did. See, for me, it's just I don't want to ever piss off Clementine. But for you, it was a whole thing. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that it strengthened the choice later. Yeah, it, it did. Um, well, that's the that's the episode. That was a great episode. Mitch, overall, did you enjoy this episode? Of the podcast or the game? Of the game. Of the uh, game. Yeah, I did. I, I enjoyed it. I was I was uh, delightfully grossed out, like <laughs> a lot. Uh, yeah, y- y- they they definitely uh, didn't do it just because. Like, hey, we're gonna get some articles written about this one. <laughs> you can tell they they huh. did it because like this this matters. This made me feel a kind of way about it. I don't know if we ever um, do, in the show The Walking Dead. Do mm-hmm. we ever see cannibals? 
I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. I saw like a episode. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. Um, I mean, it seems like an obvious thing to do to like promote the idea of what if the real monsters were us all along. <laughs> what if we were the real monsters? Yeah, which is which is kind of a dumb <laughs> way to. It, it's it's very. It's very cliche, but I do think this game does it well. Yeah, I mean, it's cliche, but it's cliche because of The Walking Dead at this point. Like, because of, yeah. especially the show. Like, the show is the the major what-if-we-were-the-real-monsters media. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, so if any, it, it's kind of like how Dragon Quest gets a pass being very formulaic and having the same battle style every time because like well yeah but it's it's dragon quest that's where it's from yeah that's the one who did it they they're able to do it yeah those are the ones that are allowed um (laughs) so so yeah uh that's been the show next week we're going to play episode three the long what is it uh i i just saw it (laughs) i didn't write it down uh the episode three is the long Something's long. The Long Green Snake. (laughs) Episode 3 of The Walking Dead. The Long Green Snake. Ooh, what's going to happen with the snake? So, it's funny. I looked up Walking Dead Episode 3. It's called Long Road Ahead. Long Road Ahead, yeah. But the first result was the name of the episode of the show, Episode 3, which is called Tell It to the Frogs. Whoa! (laughs) i would never have guessed that was a name of an episode of the walking yeah that's that's all that's similar to long green snake (laughs) (laughs) it's not entirely out of the ballpark of long green snake it's a short snake yeah frog (laughs) frogs are kind of like short snakes yeah Yeah, they're like really (laughs) frogs are just really stumpy snakes (laughs) (laughs) When they when they lose their limbs, they get longer. That's so dumb. Uh, yeah, it's been a good episode. Uh, I'll see you next time, Dustin. And until I see you next time, I'll see you next time. I'll see you next time. <laughs>